Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. My name is Chris Shad. I write for the Viking Age as well as bring me the news, zone coverage, and the Brookings Register. My co-host is Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age. And we do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But however you consume us, don't forget to rate, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And we send the word to the masses. Now, if you listen to that intro and you're like, Chris, it's Tuesday. Yes, we know um, because we had a bit of a scheduling conflict. So we are here. We are live and we are talking about the Viking. So um, I don't know, Adam. It, it was enough to make your kid throw up. Uh, yeah. place, so... <laughs> It was the tush pushes that pushed him over the edge. You asked him, you're like, hey, what did you think of his play call? Well, I thought it was a good. Ah, ah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Dad, I don't feel so good. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> yeah, here we are. Vikings seven and seven. The Bengals uh, beating the Vikings. Um, let's just get right into the details because, I mean, there's not really much to say. We're 48 or what? 72 hours removed from the game. So in case you did not see the game or live under a rock the last couple of days, the Vikings carried a 14 point lead into the fourth quarter. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, the rules, the Vikings game must absolutely must be decided by one score or less. I don't write the rules. That's just what they are. Uh, the Bengals made their way back, of course, with a pair of T. Higgins touchdowns and a rushing touchdown on fourth and goal by Joe Mixon. The game went to overtime. The Vikings got a three and out, drove into Bengals territory, had a third and one. The QB sneaked fourth and one. The QB sneaked again. Bengals drove for the game winning field goal. And it was the first time the Vikings have lost a game with a 14 point lead or more going into the fourth quarter since they gave up 17 unanswered points in the fourth quarter of a 30 to 27 loss to the Detroit lions on Halloween night, 1993. That is scary as hell. 
because it's just the fourth time in franchise history that this has happened. So, Adam, there are a lot of disappointing aspects in this game, especially going back. As you can tell by the tone of my voice, I'm getting angry thinking about it. Yeah. What was the most disappointing aspect of the loss on Saturday after? Oh, you mentioned they, that they ran a, a QB sneak twice in overtime and didn't get it. I wish they ran a QB sneak um, because that, like a traditional one, that probably would have been better than what they did, which was run or attempt to run a tush push with Brandon Powell, their smallest receiver as the guy pushing Nick Mullins, who has back problems behind Garrett Bradbury, who has back problems. Um, it didn't work the first time. So I'm, I, I don't know why they attempted it the second time, the very next play. Um, maybe it's just Kevin O'Connell being stubborn or whatever, but I will say that I feel like that sequence of plays um, is being kind of just taken out of the whole game and, and people's view of everything that happened in the game is just it's focused on that and not everything else that happened in the game. Because if you look back at it, Kevin O'Connell, uh, he called a pretty good game. They had over 400 yards, uh, total yards, uh, pretty balanced running and passing plays. They got in the red zone, I believe, five times. You know, there's only so much he can do. And then, you know, players on the field, Nick Mullins, you know, throwing balls while he's falling down to the ground um, and things like that. So the good thing is it was a out of conference game. So it shouldn't really affect your, your standing tiebreaker, all that stuff in, in the playoffs. And the other good news is pretty much every team in the NFC lost on Sunday, except for like the Niners um, and the Seahawks last night. That was a, that was a great game. I don't know if you caught the end of that. Yeah, that was good. Drew lock, baby. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm obviously a little less aggravated because that's kind of the word I would use to describe Saturday's just aggravated because they were up by so much and they should have won. They had a guy behind them that ran for over 130 yards and they decided to do two QB sneaks. Tush pushes, I'm sorry, not QB sneaks. Um, but overall, and, and credit to the Bengals too. They've been, they won three in a row. Um, Zach Taylor's figured out how to use Jake Browning. Um and their defense has made plays come up with turnovers. So credit to them too. They're not they're not a terrible team. Um, but it's just it's it was disappointing. And at the same time, like the Vikings, they're playing with backups. So like I feel like I was looking trying to think about it today. Our expectations for the Vikings after Kirk Cousins went down should have been like if they if they're even in contention for the playoffs, we should be happy with that. But yeah. you know, but they have been. And still people are like, you know, running with pitchforks to Kevin O'Connell's house to, to get him out of town. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's another story. It's like Coach Taylor and Friday Night Lights shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you watch the show Friday Night Lights, right? Um, I've seen I think I've seen clips of it. Not a bad show. Not yeah, a yeah, football. I mean, it's football. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it gets a little I, weird at some points. Like one guy kills a guy and he just TV. gets off scot free. Yeah. Do something like, like that. I think it was part like writer's strike. Maybe that was the, <laughs> that was like the way long yeah, ago yeah, writer's yeah. strike. The guy looked like Kyle Rudolph. So like people always like, kinda, <laughs> yeah. Was it, that wasn't um, Chad Michael Murray, was it? No, that he was in a different, like one tree hill. <sighs> oh, I, yeah. I mean, if you put a, if you said this is Chad Michael Murray, I'd be like, I don't know who that is. Unless, <laughs> unless that he looked like Landry from well, Friday Night Lights. Like I said, Ryan Gosling from, you know, uh, remember the Titans. The uh, yeah, the last great defender. Of Turk from Scrubs is in there too. That's right. Yeah, like it's. Yeah. I mean, you you like watch all those old movies, and the the other one that kind of blows my mind since we're on the subject. Uh, you ever seen Angels in the Outfield? Uh, I own it. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, I, I can't find. You know, I am jealous because I can't find it anywhere. Just order it on Amazon. Hey, can, is is it orderable on Amazon? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I should Everything stop whining. Is, but I mean, um, was it Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt in there? Yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt, Danny Glover, Matthew McConaughey's in there. Yeah. Um, I think there's Tony Danza. One. Is Tony Danza. In there? Tony Danza's in there. Yeah. Like it's there's a lot. Christopher of Christopher Lloyd. Names he's the he's the angel. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, Matthew McConaughey in there in like a secondary role is like what blows my mind. In that movie, by the way, this is how disappointed we are in the Vikings game because I'm just going off on this. Thing. <laughs> it is like people talk about Disney movies. Like yeah. I feel the same way about the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Yeah. So like Mighty Ducks, it's a cool little story, right? Guy gets a DUI. Okay, that's not the cool part. The Gordon <laughs> Bombay getting a DUI. But I mean, you know, he gets he gets in trouble with the law. They're like, okay, you have to coach these kids as community service. They suck. He coaches them up. Totally natural kind of progression thing, right? Then they go to D2 and they play in the fucking Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Like they Junior like Junior Olympics. Junior yeah, Olympics. sorry, Junior Goodwill Games. That's what it is. But I mean, it's basically the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have like they play against like a whole bunch of future nhl players from iceland and stuff and like one of the kids on the olympic team can't stop like like what like he was in the in the sandlot yeah was he benny the jet yeah they're all all mixed they're all mixing and mixing that you got goldberg (laughs) in there he was in like heavyweights and stuff too yeah charlie conway obviously he's in like dawson's creek and all that other stuff yeah i didn't know that Um, last part but yeah (laughs) <laughs> but but I mean like angels in the outfield it's just like it, it's hilarious because it's just like you know uh Dorson, Joseph Gordon Levitt's his dad or his deadbeat dad right and he's yep. like yeah oh when can we get together dad and he's like sitting there on his motorcycle he's like oh I don't know when the angels win the pennant and yeah, he just yeah, like yeah. burns out and leaves him in the dust like what and then and like then anyone Joseph- would ever say that Hold up. Then Joseph, Joseph Gordon Ledman gets adopted by the manager of the Los Angeles Angels, right? And yeah, he's like yeah. an older guy. So he yeah. winds up in an orphanage and then yeah. he becomes second fiddle to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dark Knight Batman, Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah. Like Bruce Wayne's yeah. like, I've had enough of this. And like he just becomes Robin. So basically, <laughs> Angels in the or- Outfield is the origin story of Robin from Batman. Mind blown. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're all, they're all linked together. It's fun to watch those old movies because one, they have like more ridiculous plot lines, like you mentioned. Like uh, the reason why Gordon Bombay was coaching the Ducks is because he <laughs> got a DUI. So like Wes Phillips, that's he's that's next. He's going to coach a youth youth hockey team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you oh. mentioned like the dad being like, "Oh, I gotta leave because I uh, don't want to take care of you." But uh, if the Angels <laughs> win the pennant, then yeah, I'll come back and get you. Like that has anything to do with anything. <laughs> I I don't know why I went on that tangent, but um, it was worth it. Oh yeah, it, it's more. Now I want to watch. watch this. Yeah, it, it's more valid than this game. Like like you had mentioned, there are a lot of things to criticize Kevin O'Connell for during this game. Um, you mentioned this. Why is Brandon Brandon Powell doing the tush push? Uh, Kevin O'Connell said he wanted to stay in eleven personnel, which makes no sense. But the Vikings. <laughs> They, Alec Lewis put this in does. the athletic today and he said the Vikings had like an 87.5% success rate on the tush push. So yeah, not it when made Brandon sense. Powell and they converted him. one in the same, same personnel and everything, except I think it was, it was not Powell pushing. I right. think it was, it was, hockey, it was Chandler. Oh, it was just Ty Chandler pushing. Okay. So who does not have a bad back as you mentioned? Well, um, they just, they, they had so many, I didn't, 
I thought maybe, okay, maybe he's going to trick him the second time and do like a, you know, a jet sweep to Powell or a toss to Powell or, or somebody. Not two times in a row the same play with your smallest guy pushing you. Like you have so many other options. You could have TJ Hawkinson, CJ. You could have brought, you could have brought Daniil Hunter in there. Harrison Phillips, just like, why? <laughs> Harrison why? Phillips on offense. Just, I yeah. mean, you, you don't have, he just has to go in there and push. That's it. They once, you know, the Vikings once used Randall McDaniel as a fullback. Like, yeah. to, to like, they had Jared, they used to have Jared yeah. Allen in there. Yeah. Back in the day, they used to put him on. Run it back. Let's just put Darius on the backfield and see what happens. Just like, we need a yard. Go ahead, big like, man. Who, who's their biggest guy? Is Would Harrison Phillips be their, their biggest <sighs> between him and Bullard, or, or is Darius uh, the biggest? Yeah, I think Darius. used to be Michael Darius. That'd be a hell of a. Yeah. yeah, right. And what, um, Tomlinson? He was he was pretty big too. I don't know who the heavy. There's not like an obvious. They don't have like a Pat Williams, Pat Williams. or whatever. Like that, that would way. be. Hey, they'd give him the ball. And he'd be like, Nah, dude, just like fall over. <laughs> but Ky- oh, Kyrus Tonga. He's the, he's the heaviest. Give him the old Tongan Three, death uh, grip, right? Three thirty eight. Come on. Yeah. He does. He just have to fall into Nick Mullins, and he can push him over the. <laughs> just get angry. Just but like, like you but, know, but like, like I said, that was just like that was at the end of the game. That's where you remember. The, that's recency bias. That's you remember the most. But like Nick Mullins did not like he recovered in the second half. I like that, and the offense ran much better with him in there than Josh Dobbs. But he still had some bonehead plays. Like that pick six probably should have been a pick six. Like Trey Hendrickson was. Offsides. Um, it was he was pretty in sync with uh, Garrett Bradbury snapping the ball. Um, so there's still some things to be concerned about going into face the Lions on Sunday. Um, but uh, I think there was a lot more to be optimistic about than most people are. Uh, at least most people online in the social media sphere are, are talking about. Could you just yeet your quarterback like for third and one? Like just have yeah. Christian Dare. Like screw the push. Just have Darisaw just pick Throw the ones up and just shock him. Or is that like a pass? You can't. I don't know. You. I know you can't pull somebody, but you can push somebody. Like that's that. This is in the rule book that I watched something because I watched there was like a segment in NFL Films because Anthony Barr was someone who actually like they caught him on a hot mic actually thinking of the tush push on the sideline where he was like they should just have it was like 2018 I think he was like they just they should have. You know, a big guy just just push someone forward. It's first down, and yeah. then and then uh, you know, and Mike Zimmer told him to get back on defense. Yeah. I think Sirianni did it with the Colts when he had Jacoby Brissett, and then it kind of evolved into what it is with the Eagles now. Which apparently last night, what wasn't it? Was it uh, Jason Kelsey? It was called for a false start on a, mm-hmm. on a tush push, which he said he's been warned about like every game. And I'm like, well, it's about damn time they called it then, because you know. You and your brother apparently can't, you know, get penalized because you're you need you need a warning first. So uh, yeah, it's uh, I was not sad that the Eagles lost. At all. No, no, it it wasn't. It it, it didn't exactly uh, harden my heart at all. Uh, that would be a team uh, that I like if the Vikings made the playoffs. That would be a team that I'd be like, okay. okay. You want to go to Philadelphia? They like won, last, they've won last there time before. they went there for a playoff game, they got their ass kicked on and off the field. Like yeah, the that, team that, got their ass kicked on the field. That and the fans was, got their ass kicked off of it. That like, team was way better. That team did not have Matt Patricia as a defensive coordinator. Um, so I would and the way Jalen Hurts is playing, he's hurt. He's he's not he's not that guy that he was last year. Um so too many touch pushes apparently for for Jalen Hurts. because uh, he's he's pretty banged up. And so I would I would want to go against that team. Them over like I guess obviously anybody over the Niners, but if, if the Vikings had to play the Eagles first, they wouldn't be like, oh, they're doomed. They don't have a chance at all. No, I wouldn't think that. I 
sounds like a social clip to me. I don't know, but yeah, just fire it up. Just, just yeah. Let's uh, get the eagle. They'll they'll be ready to cry. Go. Like, Eagles cry. Nobody, nobody <laughs> talks about my city that way. Your ass is grass. Um, right. everybody does. I also let speaking of social moments. I'll I'll do one myself before I get into Kevin O'Connell. I would like to apologize to Kai Chandler because yeah. uh, he just crapped all over my grave on Saturday. 132 yards and a touchdown. I think a lot of people looked at Ty Chandler and were just like, something's up. I, I don't think it was a lot. I, I think most people would be like, dude, give him the ball. Madison sucks. But like me sitting there going like, hey, something has to be wrong here because you can't just like trot out Alexander Madison and be like, Ty Chandler's not ready. Um, He looks more than ready. Like not like, you know, just barely getting over the hump kind of ready. Like that, that dude was ready to like take the load a couple months ago. So I, I mean, if we're talking about things to criticize Kevin O'Connell about, I think Ty Chandler being out there and not getting a full load until, you know, Alexander Madison is shelved with an injury. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I think that's block. pretty bizarre. <laughs> like, What's that? That was, that was the whole excuse. Like, everyone's like, oh, well, he can't pass Buck. That's why he can't play. Okay. Uh, well, Madison can, I guess, but it doesn't matter because he can't run the ball either. So right, rather have him probably do the thing that he's mostly on the field for which is running the football uh so that yeah that that's always that was the excuse and then i i think i saw pff graded him as like the second best pass blocker on saturday so i'm like oh i guess he i guess he can pass block but what it took um took ty chandler one start to gain 100 yards and, and madison couldn't do it in like 10 or 11 so that's good i yeah i uh i don't know i made me look like an idiot that's for damn sure and I mean, yeah. you trust Kevin O'Connell because the guy's an offensive guy. So it's like, yeah, right. you know, um, so, so all those things consider, I mean, Nick Mullins is starting against the lions. They have confirmed that already. Uh, Nick Mullins, who like, as you mentioned, he was throwing another ball. Like, do they just teach that to their backup quarterbacks? It's like, Hey, when you're going down, do not take a sack. You know, it's better throwing <laughs> Throw it up like a 500 ball and just hoping like, in, like, what are you trying to accomplish that? Because like, even if it hits the ground, it's intentional grounding. Probably. Is it so, like, is that like a schoolyard game where you like try and throw it as high as you can? Yeah. You, you would get the football. And you would just scream 500 mystery yeah. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, if somebody you like caught it, you give them, like, a billion points. If somebody yeah. you didn't like caught it, you just be like, ah, you you, you have to leave now. Or remember, you get no points or negative two billion. I remember that in, in wall ball back in the day. Wall ball. Yeah. 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 That that I don't I don't think. That was uh, where you, you got a tennis ball. Um, you throw it against the ball against the wall and everyone tries to run and touch the wall before the person catches it and if you're if you don't touch it then the person gets to beam you with the ball um so yeah sounds amazing yeah it's a kid it's a kid's game from the 90s so yeah of course that is we didn't have we didn't have phones and tablets no we we went outside and like king of the hill like okay you no you're from new york so like yeah well like king of the hill was always that was like in the winter and like the the snow plows would come and like get all the snow, yeah. and then you'd like just basically take all your friends to Suplex City, and then <laughs> they didn't like us playing that, so like they had what? I what? I got detent. Well, I I had to stay inside for lunch several it's a times. Liability. Yeah, you know, <laughs> one kid one kid breaks his neck and ruins it for the rest of us. Um, then becomes Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um. So so let's talk about. 
the bigger issue here. And I mean, this this probably shouldn't even get like talked about, but like there is like this groundswell that's getting louder with like each little loss here. Um, there are some idiots who want Kevin O'Connell fired, and um, they want Brian Flores to take over as head coach. All right, you mentioned the offensive stats over 400 total yards. They had five trips to the red zone. Nick Mullins turned the ball over on one. And, you know, the QB sneaks, I already mentioned those stats here. This requires a macro view of the 2023 Minnesota Vikings. Like, just just take a step back. They lost four of their first five games. They lost Justin Jefferson to two months due to an injury. They lost Kirk Cousins to a torn Achilles. They have started four quarterbacks. They were down there starting running back, offensive tackles, starting edge rusher, pour some out for Marcus Davenport, by the way. And yet they're still in the playoff race. So you can look at Kevin O'Connell and can be like, well, I wouldn't have called that play or whatever. But also, you have to look at the culture and like what he's doing and what he's building here. Like, look at Brian Flores. He's done a great job with the defense. He's gotten a lot out of players that, you know, Ed Donatel couldn't and even Mike Zimmer couldn't. Yep. But Google Tua Tagovailoa and Brian <laughs> Flores and tell me what you come up with. Because you have to think, is this the guy you want with Kirk Cousins? Like, didn't we just already do this with the whole Mike Zimmer thing where it was just like, grr, offense bad. I hate quarterbacks. Arr. Like, you don't want that. And maybe, maybe Brian Flores learned from that. But I mean, you're either going to have Kirk Cousins, who is the ultimate creature of comfort, or you're going to have a guy that you draft and you're going to have him work with Brian Flores. I, I don't think that's the answer because no. there's a lot of value to what Kevin O'Connell's doing. And he's not going anywhere, but I mean, it's getting louder. And like with each loss, it's like, dude, do you realize this is a replacement level team right now? Yeah. Like that is insane to me. This is like complaining that Denny Green should have been fired, you know, like when they lost in the playoffs to, with Jeff George as their quarterback in, right. in 99. They're like, oh, you lost to the great show on turf. You're terrible. Took uh, Dante Culpepper over Javon Curse. Yeah. 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 Um, was was that the same draft? That was the same draft. Okay, and Kleinsauer, yeah. right? Was he was Kleinsauer a first round pick or second round? He was not. Let me look. <laughs> I don't. I know they way. they introduced really? him at the same time, so he might have been an early second round. Excuse pick. me, or they might have. I don't. I don't know. Was he a first rounder? Let's see. He was a second round pick uh, in the nineteen ninety nine NFL draft. So you're right, forty fourth overall pick. That's pretty high for wow. I did not know that. Uh, where do you go to school out of North Dakota? Oh, they were even they were D2 at that. That point. was that was like a a hidden hidden trick the Vikings had in their back pocket. They're like, ah, no one's gonna get this guy. Um, but that was back also when they when they had like I think they had three rounds on day one, three or four on day one of the draft. So, like, Mm -hmm. after after the first day, you can introduce you know players from multiple rounds, where this year it's like of like five different days to introduce all your players uh picks one yeah. through 15 on day one yeah. <laughs> it's gonna get it's gonna get that way it's going yeah. to be that way um but yeah like they got backups in man like and you mentioned that some of the bigger stars they've also played they've had games without garrett bradbury they've had games without christian derisaw now they gotta go without brian o'neill you know say what you will about ed ingram he's been playing better they had to play without him jordan hicks has been out um you know caleb evans has been out not that I think he played that great when he came back. Um, Craig Joseph has been terrible. Their punter has been terrible. 
Um, so like of all the things that have been put in front of them in terms of obstacles, the fact that the Vikings are even seven and seven right now, it should be a testament to the coaching job that Kevin O'Connell has done because this team still believes they're, they're not down in, in, and out, you know, they, they could have given, they could have given up when they were what one and five, one and four. They could have been like, this team sucks. Like, great. Thanks for the speech coach. Why don't you go tell that to somebody else? Cause like our team sucks. We're not doing anything, but they, he was able to keep that locker room together you know, help them believe um, he was able to get two wins with Josh Dobbs in there. <laughs> they were able to get a, a win when Dobbs was playing terrible and they had to put Mullins in. They got a three, nothing win. Like they're not going to win. Like he's not going to win pretty games with, with the players that he has on the field this season. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, the defense to me was probably the most disappointing thing from that Bengals game. You cannot give up 21 points in the fourth quarter. Um, I don't care. Like whatever you were doing before then, I don't know why they stopped doing that because it felt like they were getting in Browning's face all the time and messing things up. It did seem like he was getting rid of the ball quicker, but at the same time, he's not going to be able to do that every time if you if you blit, keep blitzing it. He's eventually they're going to have to call something else. Um, so that that I would put more of the blame on Brian Flores for the loss on Saturday than I would Kevin Oak. I know some people are probably like. What Brian Flores is the best, but they gave up 21 points in the and and they and people like to give Flores the benefit of the doubt, like oh he can only call the plays and the players have to go and execute. Yeah, but he also called those plays. Um, that probably could have been better. Um, but yeah, like Kevin O'Connell's not going anywhere. It is interesting that he's after this year he only he's only going to have two years on his deal left. Um, so that'll be interesting. I don't think Brian Flores. I think he's going to be gone. Like I think like head coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, not fired. But. No, no. There's rumors of the Steelers possibly moving on from Mike Tomlin. Finally, there's reports that Belichick's already gone. Brian Flores would be like the perfect candidate to replace Bill Belichick in New England. He was with New England from 2008 to 2018. He knows what how that place works. He's got head coaching experience. He's he knows how to transform a defense. Like he's like the perfect candidate to, to replace Belichick if he leaves. So I think he's gone. Um, but yeah, like. There's only so much you can do with the guys that they have. Like Nick Mullins, I heard this on a bunch of Vikings other podcasts. Like he's a backup for a reason. Like because he makes plays. Like he'll have like if you look at his overall stats, you're like, oh, he did pretty good. He is backup. He threw two picks. But like if you watch those two picks, those were terrible, and they were both in the yeah. red zone. Mm -hmm. Like just get the points. Judd Zolgad called him a kamikaze quarterback, and I yeah. think that's exactly right. Where he's just like, ah, yeah. And like, dude, uh, you know, just just think about what you're doing here. Like, can we if they got one field goal on either of those drives that he threw a pickup, they would have won. That's mm -hmm. all they needed. And they would have won. And then, yeah. And then the defense in overtime, too. They gave up that, what, 40 yard play to the Tyler Boyd. Um, so like, and hats off to Jake Browning. OK, I've seen some people be like, oh, he's terrible. He's, he's worse than all the quarterbacks on the Vikings roster. Really? Because he's been destroying teams out there. He, he hasn't been playing scrubs. They played the Jaguars, the Vikings defense, which is like was a top five unit going in that game, and some other team I can't I can't even think of. Um, but Browning's been playing really well, and for people to be like, "Oh, he's terrible," because because he hates the Vikings or whatever. Yeah, uh, he was good. <laughs> yeah, they uh, that whole thing was kind of he got swept up in Kirk's bloodline, basically. Where <laughs> he had Sean Mannion he in did. the back. He, he did. You're right. Yeah. Sean Mannion and Callan Mond was kind of doing the getting way too in the music. Was Browning our truth? Like, was he the our truth of uh, he might Presence Judgment Day? I don't know. I, I don't really want to compare, although it, it's basically it's purple. Thing. Like ju Judgment Day and yeah. 
bloodline or I feel like it's better because it's purple right now. It maybe, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm partial to red and black. My high school is red and black. My college is red and black. I do. I like. I like look good on the Jays. You know, yeah, uh, there's, there's, I feel like it's more versatile than. Yes. Yeah. Purple. You, you got like even like my black Vikings hat. I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's got that little stripe of purple right. on it. But <laughs> not that purple is a bad color. I'm just yeah, saying it's, it, not. It, it's not very versatile. Well, to your point. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, the Browning thing was kind of that was funny to me. He's getting up there and it, it sounds like he did get a pretty raw deal when he was cut that they didn't even like call him. No, They're like, yeah, Hey, go back and chill at the hotel. And like, he just sat there, just got ghosted by the Vikings. Just like, uh, I guess I'm cut. Like he saw a Janet so. and you're like, Oh yeah, you got cut. <laughs> you're saying, <laughs> did he do the Jamal Adams thing where he just right. like tried yeah, to show yeah. up for practice? And it's like, Oh, the door won't open. Um, what's, yeah. what's going on here? And I, to be fair, he was not good when he was with the Vikings. Yeah. But yeah. was that was that more of his fault or was that more of the coaching staff that they had, which was what, what was at the time it was when he got cut, it would have been twenty twenty. Old did he have old Kubiak and young Kubiak? I think he had old Kubiak. Old Kubiak. He got cut in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. So that would have been young Kubiak. Yeah, so he but, had with a K. Had, For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But he, had, he was on the practice squad the year before, so he, he had old Kubiak as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Clint Kubiak, like he had, was he? He's not developing Jake Browning. Where is that dude now? He's like, with the Broncos. Is he, is he still with the Broncos with Sean so. Payton? He, he might be their quarterbacks coach. I think. I didn't know if he got like wiped out when Nathaniel Hackett got cleared out, but no, I, um, I think there, so. there is that. Um, yeah, I mean, what whatever floats your boat, man. If you're if they're going to go and Jake Browning's going to sit there and complain about getting cut by the Vikings a couple years ago, that that's kind of his thing. Oh, he's with the Niners. He's with the Niners. <laughs> he's now. the passing game coordinator. Chilling he's, with offense. He's he, the genius behind Brock Purdy. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not the ten other All Pro guys that they have on you know, the offense. You know what's going to happen? It's going to be he's going to Clint. They're going to be like, oh, who's this Clint Kubiak guy? He's He's, oh, he's Gary Kubiak's son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the Mike, next. He's under Mike. He's under uh, Kyle Shanahan, so he's gonna be the next good head coach. Mike Zimmer sitting there at his ranch, like with a dip and a you know big the glass of bourbon. Leo like, meme, are you it? kidding me right now? He's the, uh, the the DiCaprio meme with the whiskey in his hand. He's like, yes. Hey. <laughs> hey, I know him. Like he wouldn't run the ball when I told him to. What do you think um, Mike Zimmer thinks about uh, the Vikings defense? Is he like it's about damn time. I would it, it would be really interesting to get Zimmer. Hey, he won't talk like he's not going. He, no, no, no. Like, no. why? You know, I mean, it, it is kind of funny. He never said anything about his dismissal or anything. He, he should write kinda, a book, right? He should write a book. I think he talked about writing he a book, right? He, should. he could write I, a whole chapter on Teddy's injury. As I skim right to the part where he talks about Norv Turner. Um, oh, he, that would uh, probably that, be. Yeah, the uh, alleged, uh, alleged, the rumor. Did you hear that? Have you ever heard that rumor that they got into a, a fight and that's why he needed surgery on his eye? Yeah, that it wasn't the play card. It was Norv Turner punching him in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is, I don't know. Those those little things would be pretty interesting to read about. Sure. Um, <laughs> let's move on. 
and let's talk about the playoff picture right now. And the NFC playoff picture looks like this after last night's upset by the Seahawks over the Eagles. Seahawks not in the playoff picture right now, but the Vikings are. That's the important thing. Uh, Number one seed, the San Francisco 49ers. They are 11 and three. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys move up to two. Uh, Who will stop them? After they got Uh, destroyed. James Cook and any formidable running game is going to stop them. Uh, They are 10 and four. The Lions are 10 and four. Tampa Bay is seven and seven as the NFC South leader. They are fourth. The wild card teams, the Eagles, who are at 10 and four, the Vikings, who are at seven and seven, and the Rams, who are at seven and seven as well. Yeah, we're about to get to them in the hunt, as uh, the Wolves love to call it. Uh, Seattle and New Orleans are tied with a seven and seven record. And Atlanta and Green Bay are both at six and eight. Um, quickly. Did this loss change your opinion of the Vikings as a playoff team? No, like, no. (laughs) Are they a playoff team in your mind? I think they're a playoff team, maybe more because of the other teams that are in contention rather than them being like, oh, they're, they're more talented than the other. Well, I guess that would make sense that they're like, their, their talent is good enough to get them to the playoffs where I think it's more of a combination of them doing enough. And then the other teams just not being good enough where they're just consistently just falling on their faces like the Packers or the Saints or the Falcons. Didn't the Falcons just lose the Panthers? They did. Oh my god. Desmond Ritter like, threw another pick in, in front of like two people. And they didn't give B John the ball. Go figure. Why would but there do- are outcomes and situations and numbers. And Arthur Smith's gonna return. So yeah. They'll get a young quarterback in there and ruin him. <sighs> yeah. Um you know Whatever. what? I'm on the fence as far as this team making the playoffs. But if they make it, it is worth it. Uh, 15 of the last 20 Super Bowl winners were in the playoffs the year before. I believe it's nine out of the last 11 or something like that. Uh, A lot of the guys on this team either didn't play in the playoff game last year or they weren't even on the team a year ago. And I think getting a taste of the playoffs is massive. You look at the Eagles. I know they lost last night, but... They made the playoffs in 2021. Everybody's like, oh, you idiots. Why don't you tank? Like, why you're just going to get blasted by Tampa Bay. They're 24 and seven in the regular season since then. And they made the Super Bowl last year. The Dolphins, they got in without Tua last year. What are you doing? Get another Pete. Mike McDaniel's like, nah, man. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to do it. Rips, vape. Um, 10 and four. They're headed towards the playoffs this year with to an MVP candidate. Like I have kind of been sitting here going like, is it worth it? And if they don't make the playoffs, then we can have that conversation. Like, (laughs) Hey, was it worth it? But I also sit here and I go, if they make the playoffs, you know, even if they go to Dallas and just get obliterated or San Francisco or Philadelphia, or even Detroit, which we'll talk about in just a second here. um, I think that taste of the playoffs is huge. It also sends a message to Justin Jefferson, who you still need to sign that you're not just, you know, the culture. Right. So, I mean, it it ties back to Kevin O'Connell and the job that he's doing with a replacement level football team. No offense to anybody playing, but it is a replacement level football team right now. Yeah, it totally is. Um, I go back to I say it was 97, uh, the Vikings and then Randall Cunningham. He was their quarterback, but he was filling in for for Brad Johnson, who got hurt, I think, like a, a game or two before the playoffs. And they went into New York and won on the road in the playoffs. And then they lost the next round to San Francisco. But then what happened in the following? Oh, yeah, the 98 fight. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree. 
with the uh, and then same thing with like 2008, the Vikings getting the playoffs, losing the first round, whatever. 2009, I know they got Brett Favre, makes a big difference, but their defense was also really good. And Adrian Peterson was also really good. Uh, 2009, they go to the championship. So like that, yeah, that totally getting that experience in the playoffs. It's a it's a whole different world. Like it, like that first year, you might be get caught up in the moment. Maybe it's it might be too big for you. But that that second time you get in there, you're like, okay, it's just this just another game. So like I'm not gonna get caught up or anything, and and you'll be able to to be ready and take advantage of maybe a team that another team that's there for the first time. So like like the Lions. So like if the Vikings get in the playoffs and they play the Lions. The Vikings are going to have that experience advantage that they that the Lions don't because the Lions haven't been in the playoffs since 2016, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I totally agree with that. That that's awesome. The idea that you can just pop up out of nowhere. I mean, it happened. 2009 Saints come to mind, but Rams too. Anyway. Yeah. I I mean, it's just not it's not common, right? right, right. It's just you. Usually these teams are building something and then you kind of. I think the Saints were in the playoffs the year up. before. I think they were in 2008. I think they were. In- they were eight and eight. Okay. I I did the research for an article. So, so I know. <laughs> okay. They were eight and eight the year before. And that's why Sean Payton was there. And that's why that happened the first year. Um, we won't talk about what happened in that game. Um, no. So all this talk about the playoffs. There's only one question left. Will the Vikings make the playoffs? And that is what we're about to find out. Uh, there is a ESPN playoff machine to tell us who will get in the playoffs in any scenario, because the next three weeks, they're going to be insane. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Okay. Fun. And how tortured are you? Like, like, are you just like sedated at this point? Just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Is it really fun when the Vikings lost to the Cardinals and what was that? Oh, four. No, oh, three. They got a good call out of it. Paul oh, Allen made oh, a yeah. lot of money off that he did. call. He did that in the in the far uh NFC, NFC championship. I, I think that was only like Paul Allen's like first or he got yelled at. He like, told I watched yeah. some feature on him. He he said he got yelled at for doing that because they're like, What are you doing? Like, why are you yelling on the microphone? It's like, sorry. <laughs> and then everybody's like, dude, that was awesome. Like, do yeah. it again. And now yeah. like he does it yeah. all the time. Yeah, he does it all the time. <laughs> um so what we're going to try and do here, and this is so if you're listening on audio, just have patience with us because we're going to try and figure this out. We're going to try and share the screen. So that is half screen. Let's see. So if I do share screen, we literally found out we could just do this like right before the show. So let's see what we got going on here. OK, is it up there? You got to open it. I think. Oh, it's a little, it's a little blue tab. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. All right. Yeah. yeah. It, it is a little bit. Let me just uh, bump this up here. Maybe if I do that, it'll. I wonder if you go. Yeah, there you go. There we go. The whole thing is up there now. So this right here is the entire uh, AFC NFC playoff picture before we touch anything. So what Adam and I did is we went through the first three weeks of uh, the NFL season beginning with uh, the last three weeks, I should say the last three weeks, of the NFL season, starting with week 16, 17, and 18. And without touching anything and just putting in all the other games, uh, this is what the playoffs would like. So, so the Vikings would not be in, we would go through all the games, but I mean, we'd have like way too many discussions and like yeah. all that stuff. And nobody wants to hear that. So I will just tell you the result of some of the games that we picked. If, Adam and I disagreed on a game. 
we had Siri flip a coin. Apple, if you would like to sponsor us, um, feel <laughs> free to reach out. Feel like you have the money to do that, but um, we'll go from there. No, your surface. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, so you ready to do this and just see what what happens here or what? I'm ready. All right. So week 16. That is next Sunday. Uh, or I guess sat they play games Saturday, right? Are there three games Saturday? Um, or is it just the one on Peacock? I don't know. I have no idea. Something like that. Anyway, um, so the key games that are in the NFC playoff race, we had New Orleans and the Rams. We both picked LA. Seattle at Tennessee. I picked Seattle. You picked Tennessee. We flipped a coin. The coin landed tails. So Tennessee wins. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, Carolina. I said Green Bay would win that game. You said Carolina. <laughs> the coin landed heads. So Green Bay wins. And then that leaves us with the Vikings and Detroit. So way too early. We're recording this on Tuesday, obviously. Will the Vikings beat the Lions, led by Nick Mullins and Kevin O'Connell, on Sunday afternoon? In the whiteout. In the whiteout. Yes. They should make fake snow for that. They do. Like, they, did it, they did that last year, I thought. I thought they put it like in the... In the rafters, like sprinkling down or whatever. That, well, like I, I'm saying, they should bring in like one of those like ski resort snow machines. Why do you need fake snow in Minnesota? Don't you guys have it? Because we have an indoor. We we don't have any snow on the ground right now. Wow. It's been like forty. And like I I can't say we because I live out Dakota. in South Dakota. But same I mean, thing. Same we, weather. Yeah, and South Dakota is way worse because you get the wind and like a little bit of snow if you have enough. Like all you the roads shut the, down. The but, free you get the ice. Yeah, the ice. Yes. Yes, I think they will win on, on Sunday. We'll see uh, if Noon Mullins gets the same uh, vibes as Noon Kirk Cousins. That's that's a pretty big billing to live up to the Noon Nightmare, it is. personally. It is. Um, and the, line, the Lions haven't won since, there since 2017, so that's I'm just, I'm just going to write on that. Correct. Um, I think the Lions win, oh. and here's why. Dan Campbell could very well be 4-0 against the Vikings heading into this game. I know you always I, I always bring that up, but it but it's true. He should have won in Minnesota last year and two years ago. You know, it's that Lions take a late lead because Mike Zimmer ran it three times. Greg Joseph kicked that long field goal, and Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins wanted to fight each other. It was Madison, uh, didn't quite that, the did Madison afternoon. fumble that game? Uh, that, that yes, that was a Madison fumble. Wow, correct. weird, weird how he fumbled. Yeah. Um like, yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too. The Lions are way better indoors than they are outdoors. Yeah. The Lions average 36 points per game indoors this season. They have a six and two record outdoors. They have 23 and a half points. They're still four and two, but it's a big difference. And last time I checked, even if they do paint the end zones white and have everybody else dress up in white, it's still going to be an indoor. So you're game. saying open the the doors. So you're saying open the, <laughs> open the doors to confuse. Uh, so when I was calculating this, it's funny you bring that up. I wasn't sure what to label the L.A. stadium. So fine. is that indoor or outdoor? It's indoor. It has a roof. Okay, be- but it's like open on the sides. Yeah, because remember it was the college playoff game. I think it was TCU where it was yeah. raining, but so it was coming in through the sides. Yes, it, okay. it's like it's like um, the Mariners ballpark in Seattle. Like yeah. it has a roof, but it's a canopy. So like rain can the, come in. Is the, the side. No, the Raiders is a full indoors. Thing. That's a full. Yeah, like that's a full thing. Yeah. I don't even think that's a retractable roof. No. Why would you do it's, that? That's too much money. And there's too much heat. <laughs> too much heat in Las Vegas. That's where the for, Super Bowl is going to be, though. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a fun time for a lot of people down there. <laughs> um, 
here's the other thing too. We talking about Brian Flores' defense. They're allowing 10 and a half points in the fourth quarter in overtime this season. Shout out to Declan Goff of Score North for that's that not stat. Good. But uh that's not great. So because Adam and I because Adam and I are torn, let's flip the coin here. What's hey uh, Siri, flip a coin. Vikings are home. It is heads. Yes. Uh sorry, sorry, sorry. So heads, uh, I should have should I flip it again no. after no. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> the way I did it was away team, home team. So yeah. heads would be Detroit. Win. Well, why wouldn't heads be H for home? Head because first team, you read it left to right. All right. So, so, so away, yeah. So away team at, yes, that's how I did it. I'm All just right. trying to ca- stay that's consistent fine. with I, what I did. I so if we put the Lions in here, hopefully it's showing up on the thing here. Yeah. Um, Lions win. Gives the Lions another win. The Vikings in this scenario would be, where am I here? They would be, I'm sure this is really nice to listen to on the audio version. Uh, they would be seven and eight after losing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So things wouldn't be looking good. Uh, week 17, we both picked Dallas to beat Detroit. Games in yep. Dallas. Dallas is really good at home. Lions win the North too if they win. Correct. Yep. So Lions will clinch. First, first NFC North title ever because they've never they've never won it since they did the switch from the central to the north when they last won the division the bucks were in the division yep pretty crazy i think you kids are like what (laughs) what's Um, a central what's a creamsicle jersey what is going on here but the seahawks were in the afc (laughs) that's wild to think about actually as an older person uh the rams and the giants uh, I picked LA. You picked the Giants. Coin landed tails, so the Giants won. Pittsburgh at Seattle. We both picked Seattle, and then we have the Packers and the Vikings. Um, Sunday night. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Everybody gonna be liquored up, ready to go. Uh, call the Uber for West Phillips. Um, what do you think, Packers mm-hmm. Vikings? Um, I, you gotta beat the Packers at home. Especially this Packers team, you cannot get beat by Jordan Love and terrible Joe Barry defense. You you got to win this game if you're gonna not if you're if you're gonna not make the playoffs, at least beat the Packers at home to finish off. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, you should go. Aaron Nagler, yeah, Aaron Nagler yeah. of Cheesehead TV. When you sent it to me, I that's posted. how I saw it. But yeah, yeah it, I posted uh, it online. Yeah, and I heard I heard the uh, the censored version on uh, Purple Daily too. The yeah. best part, they didn't even play, Purple Daily didn't even play the best part. The best part is after he's all done with that, and then the other guy goes, first and ten. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dying. Yeah, uh, here we go. And then he's like, oh, good, just do it again. He's like, hey. Yeah. Uh, but um, I remember Brian Flores' defense just tormenting Duran Love, and there were a lot of drops by the receivers. Yeah. Um, you know, Christian Watson probably going to be injured for this game. Yeah, why would you play in week 17 if you're hurt? Especially if the Packers, like you said, I mean, they didn't lose in this simulation, but you pick Carolina. If they fall to Carolina, it's over. Like they're, they're toast. Um, at home, I always pick the split Vikings won the earlier one, but I'm always going to pick the home team in this rivalry. I'm going to take the Vikings here. So the Vikings will keep their playoff hopes alive. If we go to week 17 on the playoff machine, punch in the Vikings. They're still not in the playoffs at the end of the season. As we wait on the results for our final game, Detroit and Seattle. Um, Yeah. Week 18, big games. This might not even matter by the end of the thing, because if they lose to like, 
that Vikings Green Bay game, it is important because I think if Green Bay wins, they're probably going to get in and they're going to play, you know, six or seven seed. If Minnesota wins, they'll get in. So like that is that is a game I think they absolutely have to have if they want the six seed and to get in, period. But uh, Chicago at Green Bay, I picked Green Bay. You picked Chicago. I actually like your pick of Chicago here, to be honest, once I thought about it, because if Green Bay loses, like if they're out of the haunt, they're not. They're playing well. They should have won Sunday against the Browns if Mooney catches the Hail Mary. Well, Siri agreed with you because the coin landed heads. Therefore, Chicago won. Uh, The Rams at the 49ers. Both of us picked the 49ers, so no debate there. Seattle at Arizona. I picked Seattle. You picked Arizona. The coin, once again, landed heads. So Seattle won, which leaves us to the Vikings and Lions. And had I run this projection as we were like doing it, I would have looked up New Orleans' game. But uh, New Orleans right now, currently the seventh seed. I assume the Vikings got to have this because I haven't ran this before. Uh, are the Vikings winning in Detroit in week 18? Um, well, what's what's the uh, Eagles? Eagles are 13. So the Lions would be locked into the third seed. Correct. Yes. So they wouldn't need to play anybody. Right. So the Vikings. Vikings win. I like that idea. Do I think that Dan Campbell is dumb enough to play his players because he wants to send a message to the division rival? Yeah, I do. But hundred <laughs> percent, he did it last uh, year. <laughs> but they were they were they didn't have anything to lose because they right. they weren't making the playoffs. That's that's they, they have something to lose this year. Like I feel like someone would get in his ear and be like, "Dude, we we gotta look at the bigger picture instead of beating a rival." So I think they would. Uh, who would they play? Would Teddy play in that game? Now, would that be, would Teddy's last game Teddy revenge game be against the Vikings? He's going to retire. Yeah. Uh, what's that movie Road to Pearl Vision where he's like, you know, it it's Tom Hanks is about to kill the old guy and like oh. everybody's going down and like finally they're face to face he goes, "I'm glad it was you." And then he just <laughs> pumps him full of lad like that uh yeah, that is something. That would be oh man. It would Teddy's final game be knocking out the team, the trap. And a, then Vikings fans would like hate him. What forever. a storybook. They screwed us out of the playoffs in a year. We probably weren't even going to win. Uh, um, I still think the Vikings win. You know, thinking about it that way. Should we just leave it to the coin? Because like, like yeah. you said, I, I yeah. could see I could see Dan Campbell being like, let's knock him out. <laughs> At least the first half. He's like, just, just get yeah. some reps. Get some reps. In the get some half. reps in as Jared Goff's knee explodes. <laughs> just like, oh, well, you know. Um, Teddy's like, oh, I've seen that before. Let, let, let's leave it to Siri. All right. Hey, Siri. So wait, heads is heads is Vikings. Yes. Heads would be the Vikings okay. in this scenario because they are the away team. Okay. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. It's heads this time. Yes. Which means the Vikings win, which means, <laughs> which means Do it. the Vikings yes. are in the playoffs. The they play the Lions. So, so in this scenario, though, now that we know. Dan Campbell will be looking to knock them yeah, out yeah, because yeah. he would not want to play Minnesota twice. So there is well, that. What time's, what time's the game? The game's might... at noon. Well, it's well, it's not official. Fun. It could be a Sunday night game. It could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, boy. This this NFC playoff picture is a mess. So we got San Francisco as that the one Green seat. Bay being fourth just really just, it looks beautiful. It, it does. That looks, <laughs> that might look better than the Vikings being in the playoffs. Yeah. It, it, it's pretty bonkers. That's I pretty do cool. like Houston winning the South here on the AFC. It doesn't matter to that's us. That's another, like every team in that cool. division is in it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's wild. 
So um, let's also see. So let's let's do a little bit of toying around here. Let's say the Vikings win that matchup. So let's say they win out. They don't get the they don't get the division. They're just in the same spot. Okay. Um, let's say the Packers beat the Vikings. The Ooh. Packers still aren't in. Yeah, neither are the Vikings. Correct. So if the Vikings lose two games, they're probably out. Yes. So the, so what? basically, if the Vikings win, Seahawks or Saints, they had to lose again too. Correct. Which they could because I think the the Saints are playing the Bucks, so the Bucks are going to want to win that. Correct. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> hey. Triple we're, screen. We're we're trying. Oh, I'm hey. okay. So now, how do we not get our face so close? Boom. There we go. All right. <laughs> You probably did that. Huh? I did that. Everybody's like the audio audience has to be so confused. Like, this on? is terrible. This is awful. Um, hey, more reason to watch on YouTube and subscribe. Exactly. We're up to 800 yeah. subscribers Look at that. on. And this is actually, like I said, episode 300. We were talking about it. I I've, don't been, know. I've been here since since day one. Down since day one ish. One of the ones. Yep. Yeah. The Jay Uso of the multiple Beach podcast. Multiple co-hosts. Uh, some good, some bad. Uh, obviously you're in the good. Oh, uh, I was about to say. <laughs> and I've had I had an instance day. where it was just me interviewing people every week. Um, but I'm happy with the uh, the evolution of this podcast to where it's gotten that one. I'm excited for the the future of it too. Well, how about the evolution of the Viking Age website, which is still uh, yeah. going on pretty strong? What's going on over there? Well, we're talking about playoff scenarios. I just wrote something about actually about Brian Flores. That's why I was talking about the Steelers and Patriots. Um about some teams that could kind of uh, maybe bring him in for an interview this offseason. I mentioned the Panthers, but I also said uh, Brian Flores should stay far, far away from, from the Panthers. Uh, he'll probably, you know, listen to what they have to hear. But uh, Who are they going to hire? Like Some who? schmuck who just wants uh, to be a head coach. Like, not like someone. Not, yeah, exactly. Not someone who's been a head coach before, like Brian Flores, who's like, no, 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 no. I already dealt with a, ter- a middling owner. I'm not going to go to the worst of the worst when it comes to middling owners, but I could see someone like a first year kind of guy who's like, yeah, whatever. Let's, let's just do it. Let's see what I can do. Jim Harbaugh, maybe if they throw enough money at him. Um, but, but I don't know. Um, we got that. I think someone's working on a mock draft because it's, it's, it's almost, it's, it's getting there. We're getting, we're getting up the combine will be in, is that February now? Or is it? Early March, it's like for it's like last week, yeah, February, early March. Yeah, might might blend in there together. Um, and then you know, obviously predictions and uh, a bunch of fun stuff. Kirk Cousins was just on, I think he's on the Adam Schefter podcast. Wrote something about that, saying how he would love to return to Minnesota. Uh, obviously, um, and I think he's going to be back. That's my thing. Cause he's he's already talking about like you know, hoping to be back by able to do some stuff by OTAs and training camp and stuff. So I'm just like, he's, he's, he's coming back. He's coming back. Um, but that's it. Yeah. Go, go check out the Viking age on Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever it is. Uh, subscribe to this podcast, YouTube, like videos, all that fun stuff. And where, and you kind of mentioned, how about the following you? Same, same thing. Adam Patrick. NFL, yeah, you can do that if you want. Stream. I'm, I'm at a Adam Patrick NFL on Twitter X, uh, threads. I'm, I'm a fan of threads these days. I think I've said it the last few shows. Threads is, is fun. It's a little more, it's a little less toxic than, uh, you know, you're always going to have some people that are enjoy just being trolls, but, uh, threads is, is pretty good right now. Um, but yeah, follow me on there if you want. I don't really care if you do. I don't care if you don't. <laughs> do you do you when it comes to uh, That's right. social media? Follow who you want. Take a look at who you want. It's all good. Um, you could follow me at the real Chris Shad. I'm doing a lot more stuff 
Uh, if you checked out our Facebook page, we had a video uh, with some of the stuff. I, actually, that was that wasn't even anything from the show. It was just me talking and being like, "Nick Mullins yep. turns the ball over a lot." Yeah. Click, 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 click. Um, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people saw it, but uh, you could follow me at the real Krishad basically everywhere. Think of a social media thing. Don't have blue sky though, or sky blue, whatever it's. It called. is blue. You're right. Yeah. Blue sky. It's not. It's not the wrestler. Signed. Uh, yeah. Hey, t- why would I ever get anything confused with the wrestler? No idea. Uh, if it were sky blue, it'd probably not be NSFW. Turn heel. Um, yes. Yes. Um, well, anyway, we do this. <laughs> I'm, I'm all flustered now. Uh, that's all the time we have for the Viking Age today. We do this every Monday with a light week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But however you consume us, don't forget to rate, comment, share, and subscribe. So you never miss a new episode and we can send the word to the masses or Adam Patrick. I am Chris Shad. This has been the Viking Age Podcast. Happy holidays. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.